Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> so we'll have 23, 24, 25, and 26. Oh my god. Wow. We have like every generation represented by this podcast. Every generation. <laughs> Just We're all the same generation. Just the baby boomer generation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greatest generation. Yeah. <laughs> they both believe in capitalism. You'd be gener- generation hey, Gen X. I only believe in capitalism on some days. <laughs> My generation lived through the, de- the depression. <laughs> you certainly believe in capitalism during star power. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what um, I believe in is consumerism because I like buying new expensive things all the time and playing a lot of entertaining video games. And if capitalism is a byproduct of that, then I'm cool with it. Oh my god, Justin. You know they have video games in other countries that aren't as capitalist. I don't. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) They're not as good. There are no other countries, and everyone is capitalist, even if they say they're not. You sound like Donald Trump. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. Welcome, everyone. Episode 15. (laughs) To the Resources for Resistance podcast. We're back. We back. Yes. It is September 30th at 10.35 in the a.m. On a beautiful, crisp fall Saturday. Yeah, it's so beautiful outside. Sorry for our four-month hiatus. I took so many selfies this morning. That's true. Uh, you take so many selfies like every single day. It's true. I'm cute. <laughs> yeah, we were on a pretty big hiatus. Uh, whose fault was that? Whose blame should we place on that? Um, I'm going to go Sarah. moved. I'm going to go Sarah. We could go with that. I'm yeah. gonna go Sarah. Well, I was out of the country for three weeks, but you still recorded while I was out of the country. So I came, no, I came back to Ann Arbor a billion times. Oh, a billion? Like literally a billion times? <laughs> literally a billion times. Yeah. I was in Lansing, which is an hour away. You know what? Either way, it doesn't matter because we're oh, back. So life enjoy. update. I got my license. Hey. <laughs> Things are happening. Also, we all graduate in like two months. Yep. Isn't that wild? That is wild. It's exciting. I am so ready. Can't I don't want to think about it. Yeah, that'll probably be our next hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> when we all leave. <laughs> Actually, we'll have plenty of time next semester, right? <laughs> if we're all unemployed. <laughs> Unless Sarah oh, moves away. That's sad. She's trying to move away. I am trying to move away. You know what? We recorded without her. We'll do it again. That's true. Okay, the I last time we recorded sad. without Sarah, it didn't go very well because you thought you muted us, and then your conversation with the people you were talking to were on the podcast. That <laughs> <laughs> was so funny. I was listening to the podcast, and I yeah. immediately put in the group me, I can hear you saying that you muted the conversation, <laughs> and you didn't. Yeah. And that's what you missed on the podcast. <laughs> Wait, who's with us today? Yeah. Yep. Noah's here. Yay! Sarah's here. Oh, you didn't see it. Sarah's here. You do there see we it. Go. That's so fun. There we go. And Justin's okay. here. LaSabra's also here. And we have a ton of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Because we haven't talked like, to you in like four yeah. months. But we're not going to recap the past four months because we don't have that much time. No. So we're just going to hit the major highlights. Wait, no, I can recap the last four months. Oh, everything, everything is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Still accurate. I'm pretty sure the world is ending. Between the fires, the hurricanes, mm. the volcanoes. Mm. Uh, what else? Nuclear there? war. Uh, and the earthquake. Yeah. Rocket man. Well, yeah. for those of you who only get your news through this podcast, <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump is still president, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's good context for the rest of what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> I know I noticed you're not on it. I'm gonna go on it right now. Okay, we're gonna try. We're gonna try and keep this short, but we haven't talked to you all in a really long time. And I talked to each other in a really long time. That's not true. I've talked to all of you individually. Yeah, but not together. Well, okay, yeah, not with Justin, because we were all just together. That's true. Yeah. No, it's cool. I just also you all have philanthropy. Don't make me cry on the podcast. Like whatever. <laughs> no. I'm sorry you weren't invited. So Tom Price is gone. <laughs> <laughs> what a transition! He wants to avoid the subject of not being That's invited. Okay. To just things. like me not being invited. Well, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna. Invited. I'm gonna pay back all the money I spent. No. And everyone was like. No, he said he was gonna pay back a fraction of what he cost taxpayers. Fraction. He said he was gonna pay back his seat. On the plane. <laughs> yeah, he took a bunch of private planes to travel everywhere, which seems to be kind of a thing that, like, all the Trump administration does, because Steve Mnuchin, 
That's how you say it, right? <laughs> that's how I read it. I to always read it Mnuchin, and that's also not right. I think what it's is it? I thought it was Mnuchin. Ew. Oh. Like you know what? Send in your corrections to resourcesforresistance at gmail.com for how to say. What is he? Treasury? Treasury Secretary. Steve. <laughs> Anyways, Tom Price is out. Yeah. Bye. So that's cool. Just another person fired. I was going to say, I feel like there needs to be like a send-off song. Like well, every time you fire someone. I just love it because there was that meme going around or it was it was like Survivor White House. Yeah. And they keep updating <laughs> it with people's like faces crossed out. Oh my god. It's kind of impressive. And they get evicted. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was... I mean, whatever. Tom Price is like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, so glad that he's gone. That is pretty much as far as my thinking goes now when all these people leave. That was such a fast story, too. Because I remember I was at the gym Monday mm-hmm. or maybe Wednesday, and I was watching the newscast of like CNN talking about all of the stuff and how the taxpayers are mad. And then literally two days later, I get a notification that he resigned. Well, he like fucked up, too, because he like... Mm-hmm. Definitely fucked up. And then <laughs> we already close the podcast, I said around myself. He definitely fucked up and then he didn't really try to hide it that well. And then he like draw more attention to it by saying he was gonna pay back just part of what he owed. Yeah. I think that if it was just this plain issue alone, he would probably still be in office. But I think because he was brought on board by the Trump administration because he was going to be the guy who was going to orchestrate the Obamacare repeal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here we are in September and nothing has happened. Do you think he was trying to get fired? I don't know. Like just giving excuses to get fired? I mean, well, he's he not a public fired. enough face where I would know well, like, we what, say he his, resigned, but, like, what his status is right now in the administration. Well, but I think, like you said, like they were probably pissed that he didn't get anything done with the Obamacare yeah. repeal. And then is someone's that his got to fault, fall on though? that sword. But someone's got to fall on that sword. It's not really his fault. It's Congress. I just need them to continuously do nothing. That would Which seems to be time. kind of the track yeah. that they're on. Yeah. So yeah. They're not doing anything policy wise, but they are fucking up this country. Yes. Socially. Mm-hmm. Well, even if they don't do anything policy-wise, the example that they've set mm-hmm. has set a precedent throughout the country as far as, like, what's acceptable. Also, yeah. they've done enough damage with Gorsuch as the Supreme Court justice to oh, like, have true. messed up policy forever. Which I didn't even put this on here, but there are st- they are trying to hear a case on gerrymandering today, mm-hmm. yeah. which stresses me out because That's who knows how Gorsuch really is going to try and sway everything. Um, but there's also been a lot of stuff going on U of M's campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to give a little bit of a recap, some stuff happened. So in um, West Quad and Michigan Community Scholars Program, which is where I worked last year, some black students had um, someone write the N-word underneath their name, like door tags. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually happened like two nights in a row. One of them was one of the RAs that was there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like really messed up and then led to some protests outside where a dude ended up being arrested because he was being like a white supremacist Nazi asshole. And then there was West Quad too, right? That was in West Quad. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So that was all combined. Like when, um, like the Michigan Daily reported on it, they said West Quad, but it was within the living and learning community of West Quad. Which is wild because if anyone knows anything about MCSP, it is like 60% underrepresented minorities. Like very, it is a very different makeup than like the rest of campus. And the whole focus of the living learning community is one, like social justice education, and two, volunteerism. Well, this is happening in the greater Ann Arbor community too. There was a mural that was tagged Mm -hmm. with um, some really awful things. Uh, And it seems to be a trend that is happening. And The Rock, I mean, that stuff happened, too, with the... Yeah, with the Latinx students. Yeah, in the beginning of the year. So it's pretty much been, like, a nonstop assault, I'll say, on underrepresented minorities on campus since class started, which... Which kind of led to Dana Green, um, who was a master's student who decided to kneel on the M in the Diag. Uh, he kneeled for 21 hours, mm-hmm. um, and he, he was like, I'm going to stay here. He sent out, like, a press release type thing. Like, he wrote mm-hmm. up a, a paragraph and, and emailed it out, and it talks about, like, he was going to stay there until President Social came and spoke with him. President Social was out of town at his daughter's wedding, mm-hmm. um, so they FaceTimed, 
and he has a meeting with him later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really, really, like, there was so much support for this person yeah. in the diag. Like, I was eating lunch in my office, and um, people kept coming in, and they were like, does anybody have any umbrellas? Because, like, it was really, really it hot. Was like the hottest day. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sun day. just beamed straight down on the diag. And so they were, like, trying to get umbrellas and, and giving him waters and People pillows. brought those, like, tailgate tents out, too. Right. And then, I mean, it, right. it, it, it blew huge. up. There was a ton of people. Yeah, it was... And then I'm pretty sure, dumb. didn't it transition to then, like, a protest for CC Little to get there renamed was a, the, the building f- as the well? The following day, there was a protest for CC Little because he was the president of eugenics. Um, yeah, and he was a former U of M president. Yeah, former and, U of M president. Yeah. Also, they have, so, um, people have, I guess the correct word is vandalized, but I like to say redecorated the CC little little sign. So they put CC little eugenics like over, like they put eugenics over the little. Nice. And then they like chalked like, this is the blood of of all the people that like were impacted by CC little and they splattered like red paint and stuff in it. And I've seen pictures of it and it honestly... I am really happy that this is happening because I remember I didn't even know until philanthropy until our professor told us and I was like so annoyed like the first thing out of my mouth when he said that I was like of course he is of Mm -hmm. course he was and we're celebrating this person with a building on campus um but yeah and then down to the social work thing yeah y'all heard Um, about that stuff yeah so yes I so this oh god I just can't believe that so this is yeah. in, re- in retaliation so to David Green. Yeah. Well, yeah. not well. Yeah, I guess it wasn't well, really in the, retaliation, but they well, the, in response. The staff it was member, in response to yeah. it. So a staff member in social work sent out an email, like a payroll that, person. Like yeah, a payroll low person, staff member. Totally, just totally random. And they linked this video, um, and they talked about how like everyone has to answer to God, and you know we like. We don't have to answer to, like, man and all this stuff like that. And so social work was this... I'm, I'm going to group me with a lot of master's mm-hmm. students in social work, and they were livid. Like, the group me was blowing up. Mm-hmm. And they wrote back all of these really articulate responses and stuff like that. And the social work person, uh, like, didn't... Uh, <laughs> I'm losing my words right now. I'm getting so frustrated. I didn't apologize. Didn't say that it was inappropriate, which it was. It was exclusionary and uh, it was just seriously inappropriate to send that right. to the this entire listener. Not, like, yeah. not her place. No. Yeah, not her at place all. at all. Yeah. And so that caused just another big thing. I heard a story about how they were protesting outside of her office, like yeah. the payroll office, and they were like blasting Beyonce and someone uh, called the cops on them, like the DPSS. Assistant, the assistant dean, dean, like, called the police. Yeah, the which assistant is, like, dean called the police, which is incredibly inappropriate. Yeah, why is that when you were acting more peacefully protesting? At the School of Social Work. Of all yeah, yeah, it's yeah on of campus. course, of course. That yeah. Yeah. Well, I will That's say, why when, yeah. my, when my friend came in was like, did you hear about this? I was like, I'm so surprised it's social work. Yeah. Well, social work has a lot well, of problems, though. Because, I was going to say. So they're the number one rated social work program in the country. So they're there's like not much room to like give so one thing they have their social work students do is like a lot of them teach classes within social work and it's like part of their curriculum and so one thing that they're trying to do right now is get the union to represent them because right now those students have to pay credits to then teach a class mm-hmm. when they're doing all the job of a GSI without any of the benefits right so there are like some like really large systemic issues within social work I think that is like very yeah. unfair to students and so hearing about this actually like didn't surprise me a whole bunch but it's just frustrating because you know that this payroll supervisor or whatever... So I've heard that she said, like, problematic racist stuff like this in the past. But nobody's, like, ever checked her. And that's the problem, mm-hmm. right? Is like, And the students are checking her now. And, and she should have been checked beforehand so she didn't suddenly build up enough confidence to then send something out to, like, an entire listserv that's mm-hmm. just, like, wildly inappropriate. Yeah. I will say that I took a social work class. She hasn't apologized or anything yet either. No, no. she hasn't. And, and that's like what they were asking for is like acknowledge there's something wrong it. and apologize and do I some kind think, of education training. I don't think she thinks she's in the wrong. Exactly. And, and a, no one has told her like legally she is in the wrong. So I'm curious to know just how it's going to play out if she's going to get fired or what the plan is going to be or if they're just going to hope that people kind of shut up about it. But I don't think social work's going to shut up about it. Well, I know that there's some problematic 
people in social work. I took a social work class, and I loved the professor, but a lot of the people in the class with me did not like me very much because I was correcting them on a lot of things that they were saying. Mm-hmm. And it was... Re- I, I can't... It doesn't reflect on the entire, like, social work program here. I can't say that, but I do know that there are some loose threads. Like, there's some pieces that are missing, and it's it's kind of frustrating. And like you said, like, the fact that she had enough confidence to send that out to the entire listserv is... A when lot. like that's not her role at all. It's not. That's the thing. It's just like she not anything to do with the her checks. role. <laughs> I yeah, know. I just thought that was so odd, and then it was very defensive, and then finally shut up once they got her to shut up. I yeah. think. So we'll see what happens there, but it's kind of been nonstop, and it's frustrating because I feel like every single week, what is going to be the next thing that happens? Yeah. And all I keep seeing is Schlissel sending tweets out saying like we stand against racism, like solidarity, and I was like fuck that. That's like not how you respond well, to this stuff. You don't say also, racism has no place on campus. We talked about that. The racism has no place on this campus. Fuck that. It's like clearly it people feel like it does. Also, like this higher ed institution is like rooted in racism the way that like all two hundred year institutions around all, the country are rooted in racism. Exactly. Exactly. All all of higher ed is rooted in that. Yes. Like, there's no way to not have been. But I just think, stop denying that and admit it, and then we can talk about kind of what mm-hmm. solutions need to take place. But when you just lie and say, or, like, f- fluffily say that racism yeah. has no place on this campus, that doesn't do anything to help it's anyone. It's just a lazy answer. At it's a point. really lazy answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no action to back up their words. I try to think about that, because public institutions are... They, you, they have... To in lo- align with like federal policy, right? Fuck that. So they can't- Did you all see the Navy? What was that dude? Air Force. The Air Force dude? Air Force Academy. Literally, Air Force Academy and didn't have any trouble like denouncing racism. Right, in, like, but a more that's different way. from the University of Michigan. I don't think they're going to take funding away from the Air Force Academy. They could fire that dude, though. I mean, yeah, but he can just go work somewhere else. Well, so could yeah, but I think the issue isn't just Schlissel that would get the impact of something like that. It would be the students that would be seriously impacted. Because I I saw this happen at my undergrad. Mm-hmm. So I think, don't get me wrong, I do think they need to do more than speak hot air. But you have to look at it from all different points of view. I think another thing, too, in, in terms of just comparing the Air Force Academy example to what we have here at U of M, I mean, when you think about kind of the, the chain of command that exists within the service academies mm-hmm. and just kind of like this level of deference you have for the, right. the leaders who are there, I think that just with the way that that's organized, the, the, the speech by the president of AFA, like it, it, it's going to carry more weight for the students there than it is at a hugely decentralized, massive public university like U of M, Mm. where people are so far removed from the administration and the actions of even the president alone is not going to be enough to kind of rectify the racial issues that are pervasive across Mm -hmm. all units on campus. It's just so frustrating. For, like, brand-new freshmen coming into campus, what, what is... Well, Your it experience is, it is bad. really, like, it's just really so frustrating. Yeah. I feel it's, like so many of them probably feel like they were just sold like this false reality. I feel that. Here. I feel that with this program. Be, be, having been here for a year, I feel I feel like we kind of got the short end of the stick. You know, like you said, the School of Social Work is the number one in the country. Mm-hmm. So is the school, or so is the Center for Study of Higher Education. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of room for improvement. And oh, wow. Do rankings one, not mean anything? Huh? <laughs> Do not rankings almost, not mean yeah. anything? Well, that's like those inter-rankings, though. It's like how many research articles you publish a year, how much do you right. pay your faculty and staff, like... What do other college presidents think about you yeah. as yeah, an institution? Right. <laughs> right. 
Yep. I, I do. No I think student experience. In I think Slushel has like taken a stand, but he hasn't in a way that could impede the quality of student life here, which is incredibly frustrating because the quality of student life here is trash for students who are not cis, het, white, male. I'm gonna say male. Uh, who are from the upper echelon, like, you know, mm-hmm. upper, higher... Upper, upper middle class. Which yeah, it turns out is, class. Like most of our students. And it's... Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. But I think, especially as higher ed professionals, if we all decide to go into higher ed, I don't know if we will at this point, but um, it's important for us to look at it from all sides like that. And as students, though, I, I definitely recognize that there's a high level of frustration, especially as a black student seeing all of this stuff happen and there's been no movement other than a couple of emails and tweets. Yeah. I don't I don't have all the answers or anything, but I think something needs to change because it doesn't seem like anything's letting up. Yeah. It just I mean every week there's just something that adds on to it. And so I don't know what needs to change, but something's gotta change. Um, I think there should be like a I don't know. I know all so all incoming students have to do change it up. Mm-hmm. All incoming students have to go through, like, social justice training. Why, what more could we possibly do? Because I think we can be doing more, but... Uh, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of initiatives all across campus and stuff, too. Right. We'll see. I think a lot of it just takes time. And I also, kind of, a part of me, and this gets into, like, a broader issue, but, like, how much can you, like, educate the racism out of someone? Also, you know, what's going to have like, govern their behavior? Right. What's going to have what a bigger do. impact on a person? Like one three-hour seminar about being an active bystander, or continuous news articles about the shit that's happening mm-hmm. in this country, and how the president is ally- allowing and aligning himself mm-hmm. with these things. Oh my god! Oh yes, you're right. You're right. To bring it more to like a higher state level, did you all see the Michigan police director posted something on Facebook that was like a meme? calling, like, kneeling protesters degenerates with a picture of, like, Kaepernick on it. Um, So the reason I brought this up is because, so Snyder appoints the police director as the governor, um, and she has come out and apologized, and he said, no harm, no foul, you will not be fired. Thank you for apologizing. Mm. Um, And so I kind of want to know, like, what we think. Yes, harm. Yes, foul. But she apologized. That does not mean shit. Shit. I can say I'm sorry right now. This For is, what? Not I, shit. <laughs> exactly. I just keep, so I keep seeing this, like, this parallel drawn of, like, if Michigan Police Director is allowed to have her First Amendment rights, like, shouldn't all, shouldn't all the football players be allowed to have their First Amendment rights, too? Mm-hmm. Which... Who would have thought that, like, the liberals would have won football, right? I would not have. <laughs> us to take well, we'll talk about if they've won football In the not. divorce. And we can yeah. talk about this now, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Because this is some bullshit. Because people, they're conflating the issue. Okay, so the Cowboys kneeled, right, mm-hmm. with their owner, who is a Trump supporter, first of all. So many NFL owners So many NFL owners are Trump supporters. So this isn't about what caught... Colin Kaepernick kneeled for. This is about the president calling them sons of bitches and them getting angry so they decided to protest. And people are like, we're protesting the anthem. That's not what this is about at all. Mm -hmm. Even though if they wanted to protest the anthem, they could fucking do it because the anthem is trash. Mm -hmm. Saying it here. Love America. Well, did you all know that like the military pays the NFL? Yes! It is a mutual... Before 2009, they didn't even like come out of their locker rooms. Yeah. It's such trash. It's such a weird and I just, thing. That is weird. I just, and there's like a whole, lot, like in the National Anthem, there's a whole piece of the National Anthem we just don't sing that's about fucking owning slaves. It's trash. It's trash. I agree. And I don't even know the National yep. Anthem. I, uh, uh, I don't watch sports. I only anyway. know the piccolo part of it. I really don't. Do, I can't even. It's just so frustrating because Kaepernick was kneeling to fight racial injustice in this country, and people are now tweeting, all the tweets are saying, oh, they're kneeling, you know, against the the national anthem, all this stuff like that. It's not not what this is about. And they're disrespecting the the flag. That is the vehicle, not what they're protesting. Yes, exactly. It's just so so frustrating because 
Colin Kaepernick lost his life's work for his life's worth. Yep. And now, a year later, people want to start kneeling. That also pisses me off on a whole other level, too. Yeah. Also, he's, like, a really good football player, from what I've right. heard. Right. And he's still a free fucking agent. Is someone going to hire him now? No, the only reason is because... They won't. Yeah. They Which, that's not. fucked up, too. More it's fucked just, up than anything else. Yeah. It's Even really the, it's It's honestly, like... I mean, you can take aside the, the kind of if you want to call it issues around his like player candidacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he last year, he had the highest selling Jersey of any NFL player mm-hmm. and he was like benched for part of it. That was, was amid yep. all of the protests. Like that was the reason okay. why his Jersey was selling. Exactly. Exactly. And if they continue to create that, you know, shit storm of social media uh, um, and media attention around him, they will continue to succeed you know, selling, selling his stuff. Yeah. They will continually. Con- I want a Kaepernick jersey. And your I don't even watch football. Me neither. I don't even know what team I would be going to. I would root for his team. If he was on it. I would be on board. By Kaepernick jersey, I just want a jersey like with his face on it because it's nice. Yeah, I oh, agree with that. He has a nice face. He has a nice face. He does have a nice face. He's also very good tall. Hair. Very good hair. Very tall. Very masculine. Very attractive. We're gonna get (laughs) distracted. I mean, I have a crush. Tell me about this UT teacher that was fired for attacking a student. I didn't hear about this. Okay, so this is actually a really long, complicated story, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put it you know squish down a little bit. Okay, so I want to say last year there was a student who posted a just like a Facebook post about how her teacher was racist and being really racist in class and she like called the teacher out and the teacher was like was like no you know I'm like I'm woke like I'm down with the shit or whatever and then the teacher started posting on Facebook comments about the student and she was like this student doesn't know me like wait till I see her, blah, 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 all this stuff like that. She went so on the, the offensive. Yeah, real hard. Yeah, I remember reading about this. Yeah, so the teacher got fired because it was a huge news story in Tennessee. And then a couple of, a co- like, I want to say at the beginning of this week, there was a news article that came out that the student was shopping at a grocery store, and the teacher went up to her and, like, 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 was really forceful and aggressive with her physically mm-hmm. and she's like now been arrested so like the teacher's mugshot is like all over the internet right now she's being arrested she got arrested for this assault and I don't, there's no updates past that like I don't know if it's gonna if there's gonna be charges pressed or anything like that but like it's just crazy not crazy I don't. I gotta stop saying that word. I but it's too. ridiculous. That's also a word that I say a lot. Oh, that is ridiculous geez. and absurd. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck that. It's a long. It's a long story. Well, whenever she started, um, whenever the student first started, um, you know, kind of pushing back on what the professor was saying, the professor just went off the deep end yeah like took it to the most extreme like felt like she was personally attacking her i'm like i want to know like what you you know this probably wasn't the first time that something like this happened no it's really interesting because i have a lot of friends that are posting and saying like i knew that this teacher was a lot like i had her and this class was just too like Mm -hmm. and i was just like Mm, you, yeah, out of words. Yeah, you know it. Just someone that means someone was pushed, but you, they, yeah. they have probably had a pattern of that behavior for a long yeah. time. Yeah, uh, it, it appears so because a lot of her former students are making comments about how she taught and what she said. So it was just this one student was not having the bullshit and decided to speak up about it, and then it just turned into this giant shitstorm. And now the U, the former UT professor is arrested. So these are finally arrested, but my thing is, how many more professors are in that space where mm-hmm. they have not been arrested yet, or students they have not spoken up? Mm-hmm. And it's just because of the power dynamics and structures there. Mm-hmm. What about healthcare? Uh, so again? Republicans failed again. How are we still talking about this? We don't get because we. It's been what ten nine months, almost ten months. Well, Did we talk about it during the last resources for resistance podcast? The last uh, Trump said something, and he was like. 
I expected to get to become president and there would be a bill on my desk like for me to sign for healthcare. And I'm be totally honest, like I that is like maybe the most rational thing I've ever heard him say because like they are all in charge how could they not just get one bill passed for him to sign Mm -hmm. yeah it's absurd to me also they had this entire time to write a fucking bill well they keep on trying to like half ass it yeah. So they, they just don't feel out of the yeah. way. They don't. Yeah. They just don't know what they don't care. And that's because healthcare is super complicated. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And like, that's what I always go back to is like, it just it took so long for Obamacare to get where it needed to be. I mean, there's been pushes right. for universal healthcare multiple times. Right. It is just like an incredibly complicated issue because it's. I mean, how much of the economy is it for us? Like a fifth or something? A fifth. Not, yeah. Yeah. Like that's huge. I'm not giving them any. Um, no, I'm just I'm not gonna empathize with them in that way because they had this entire time to write a fucking. Oh, I'm not. I'm not empathizing. Instead, I think they're of, idiots and didn't realize how complicated it was. Instead of writing the bill, they just screamed about repealing it. Yeah. Although I'm kind of happy about it because it means they haven't gotten anything done. Yeah. Well, yeah. I agree with that, but also, how many? What is this the third time now that they've tried to do it? At least fourth. I mean, if. If you don't count, like, the 50 times when Obama was still president. And they right. I mean, like in this annual. administration, like, the main time. The main pushes. I think yeah. it's got to be the third or fourth. Which they've, like, again, just have done a half-assed job. They haven't written a real bill. I'm thankful for McCain. Oh, yeah. Because he keeps killing it, which is great. Um, well, which he kind of owes us after, like, stringing us along for the last... I'm not thankful for shit. No. Also, I'm not thankful for... McCain doesn't deserve anything. Okay. For being a decent person? No. Um, I think so. I'm I'm tired of celebrating white men for being... Mediocre. Yeah, for being mediocre. Mediocre, There were women who were against this from the very fucking beginning. Exactly. And they're not being celebrated. We talked about them on our podcast, too, in a celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I'm talking about in the overall media... Yeah, yes, all I would you agree see is that. fucking McCain. Yes, I would agree with that. I don't give a shit about him. I have enough war room. hero. I have enough. Yeah, room and to I love his sacrifice for our country. I really, <laughs> really do. I really do. But that doesn't define. I am not Trump. I don't. I don't. I don't like uh, the heroes that haven't been caught. He, I guess he like mocks him too. Like that report just came out. Too. I'm just. I'm just not yeah, here surprised. for celebrating people being decent people. I'm just not. See, I am because and I will say, I people will are say, so not decent people. Like, don't more get me wrong. McCain has definitely made a lot of movement, but he should not have as much like stage time as he currently has. He just shouldn't, in my opinion. Yeah. With my social identities, my subject, my subjectivity, and my perspective, this is how I'm viewing this situation. Yeah, That's I'm just fair. glad it's dead for now. <laughs> I don't in the, stays dead. In the vein of healthcare, did you guys watch the healthcare debate that was on CNN? No. 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 It was, uh, I glanced at it last week. So they had two Democrats and two Republicans. They had Lindsey Graham and Bill Cassidy who were sponsoring this horrible bill that no one wanted to vote for. Um, and then on the Democrat side, they had Bernie and um, Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of interesting to see that play out. Um, like Lindsey Graham doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about with this bill. He clearly just wanted his name on it. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. Bill Cassidy defending this bill. Very interesting because he's, he's a doctor. Like before he was in politics, he was a doctor. And so he has the terminology. He has the understanding of the healthcare system to back it up. But then he just flat out lies about some of the facts. He doesn't want to admit that there's mass, like a trillion dollars in cuts to Medicare. There was a woman who was asking about, like, Planned Parenthood and, like, that as a healthcare resource to women, and he was like, well, actually, Planned Parenthoods are, you know, the majority of them are only located in urban areas, and then Planned Parenthood fact-checked them and tweeted about it, and they're like, actually, 50% of them are in areas that have no other, like, yep. women's yeah. healthcare option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, that's, that's, that's the game plan right there is you just, you put together a shit bill, you lie about the facts and then hope that your base is just, you know, dumb enough to support you in that. I'm actually so surprised that it hasn't worked actually, despite it being like really shitty bills. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it has not ended up on the president's desk in the past. Well, there's gotta be millions of dollars pushing against it. 
I know. Well, yeah, that's I was pushing for it though too. But but the, but this is this is what we get to because we're talking about tax cuts next. But the, I don't think the healthcare bill is ever even about healthcare. It wasn't. It's just a yeah. big tax cut, and so I think they're kind of saying, "Screw it, let's just do yeah. tax cuts then." Well, it's a better chance of doing that. It seems like there's just laziness on the Republican side. Like, they absolutely do not want to have to rebuild the healthcare system. And so their go to is to say, we're going to repeal Obamacare and then pass everything off to the states. And the states can figure out, they call it innovation. We don't want an end to innovation in healthcare. But that just means that your state can just decide, <laughs> we're going to screw over people who live in this state and mm-hmm. say, like, here's all these options, but we're going to jack your healthcare costs through the roof. Yep. And do you really think that like health like healthcare can be determined by people who are working at the state legislature level? Well, the only thing <laughs> I just don't think that they're experiencing. The thing that I've out. never understood about healthcare is like you, it's just insurance. You need more people paying into it, so then it costs less for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's like just how it works, and so just like that that like fundamental like reality of like what insurance is. It just doesn't make any sense to me, like, why you're trying to, like, fight against that. Like, you want as many people. But I think what it comes back down to is, like, if you believe in equality, which I think Republicans probably say they believe in equality the same way that Democrats believe they say in equality. Democrats, when they think about equality, probably think about everyone has access to a universal health care system. I think Republicans probably say everyone has access to a marketplace to buy health care, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's just, like, fundamental differences, but... Whatever. Hopefully it's dead for now so we can move the fight over to tax cuts, which, no surprise, they will massively cut taxes for the 1% and likely raise taxes for the middle class. Um, Yeah, so I don't know what more to say about this. I read a really good article. um, It was one of the aides for Reagan um, wrote an opinion piece in Washington Post, and he said it was basically how, like, I helped propagate this trickle-down myth, and let me tell you, like, why it just doesn't work. It's a really good article if you ever have like a chance to read it, coming from someone who like, in theory, we thought this was gonna work, but it just doesn't work, and like here's why, which I thought was really interesting as because well. Because of greed, it's all greed. Yeah, it just doesn't. That it just like doesn't work. It doesn't trickle down; it gets clogged up there. Well, and it's because and it yeah, wealth just like doesn't come from the top one percent. Right. It just doesn't. It comes from the middle class. Yeah, I'm just so frustrated. It's really interesting. Uh, the when we were in philanthropy and he talked about how like everything is related so like the worth of the wealthy doesn't matter at all if there's not poor mm-hmm. or if there's not middle class that's mm-hmm. capitalism and I find that incredibly fascinating um and it's it it's just it's frustrating uh, that they place so much value on themselves uh, that they forget that people who are not them are people Um, yeah I just stuff like this just frustrates me so much because you have all of this wealth all of these resources and because you're so far removed from the experiences of people who are not as privileged as you, you forget that those experiences exist and you don't care about these people at all. You apply them with these stereotypes that make you feel better about yourself. You say that they are immoral. You say that they don't work hard enough because you worked hard and you did all of this thing, completely ignoring all of the systematic oppression or all of the other systematic pieces that keep people from climbing the ladder. And you're a part of keeping people from climbing the ladder because you are creating these policies that make it impossible for people who don't have the ability to make money to make money. Because that's the only difference between the rich and the poor is that the poor can't make money. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are working 40, 60, 100 hours a week and are still living in poverty. And you can't spare some million dollars to help these folks out. It's, it's just so frustrating. But now they'll get a tax cut. <sighs> so they can... They don't, and then they get, and it's just so fresh because like there's so many tax policies like donating and stuff like that, which is so dumb because you can donate a million dollars and make a building and name it after yourself, which is arrogant. Not that I don't want a building named after me, but I recognize that that's really (laughs) arrogant and get a fucking tax cut for that. It's just so frustrating. Yeah, and my argument there, it's very frustrating. 
feel like there are a lot of call-outs there about your star power experience. <laughs> yeah. No I offense. liked the yeah. star power yeah. experience. I The first time I did star power, I was a sophomore in undergrad, and I was devastated by this activity. Not because of my behavior, because I was fine. You're not going to believe me when I say this, but I was <laughs> fine. I was in the top part. And they made a rule, like, they said you can kick anybody out or accept anybody, and the entire top, like, they were kicking everyone out, and they wouldn't let anybody come in, and I was literally, literally there screaming, like, no, like, let everyone in here, like, what is wrong with you? And it's just, it happens every time, which is why I wasn't surprised by your experience in it, but, like, I don't know. Star Power is a fantastic simulation. Endorsement. Yeah, look it up if you haven't done it because it is really good. Um, so the next thing I have on the agenda is just Facebook WTF. <sighs> so one, Mark Zuckerberg should never run for president ever. I hate that this is even a thing that we have to think about or talk about. He's such an awkward little silly little man. I don't like him. <laughs> Anyone can run for president, Justin. Oh my god. Well, yeah, Oprah, at this I hope point, Oprah runs for president. Oprah's have you all seen smart. Oprah running for president? She like just retweeted something though. I don't know. I feel like Oprah's too smart. I love Oprah. Well, we do need a black woman to fix this. I would love Oprah to be president. (laughs) Same. I think Oprah could win. This is not what we should talk about right now. She was giving away cars. I think she's already got some votes already. (laughs) Oh my god, I love Oprah. (laughs) I love her so much. Wow, okay. I grew up like watching Oprah. Did you you watch her black love? You know, that's why she's going to win is because all white women love Oprah. That's true. You know what I mean? White women come in and take what they want. That's also true. Yeah. Michael Che has a joke where he talks about white women took Brooklyn. Oh, I know. (laughs) It's terrible. Anyways, Facebook ads. So all this information is coming out about Russia buying ads through Facebook which is pretty fucked up st- stuff. Like, some of it was they were, during the election, they were, like, buying, like, Black Lives Matter ads t- to be, like, shown in Ferguson mm-hmm. to, like, try and, like, drive up racial tensions. They, um, there's evidence now that Russia was uh, buying ads to support Trump, Sanders, and Stein into, like, so, like, discontentment with Clinton, which I think is all stuff that, like, we knew was probably happening, but it's still just, like, seeing how unresponsive Facebook was to this and how happy they were to take this money without, like, alerting anyone to the fact that, like, this is a targeted thing that is happening mm. is just, like, wild to me. And I'm really curious to know, because I think that's the one thing that we're not really talking about with this, um, like, special investigation with Mueller and stuff, but, like, how is Facebook going to continue to, like, be dragged into it and what that impact is going to have? Um on Facebook itself. So I don't know if anyone has any thoughts on that. This isn't new. I read a New Yorker article and it highlighted a timeline of Russia's invasive tactics in the United States and and other countries' political affairs. And it's just, it's what they do. I do think, and that's not an excuse, obviously. They shouldn't be doing this shit. And Facebook should be transparent. That's my question, then. Do we think Facebook is responsible? Like, are they complicit in this? I think, yes, Yes. in terms of they are allowing Russia to buy these ads. Um, And I think this isn't the first time that Facebook has run into this trouble. There was a bunch of trouble earlier where they were doing an experiment on people by um, manipulating their timelines and trying to figure out how they post based on like if they see more sad posts if they see more happy posts Mm -hmm. which is fucked up because there are people who have like who have depression who have anxiety they never consented to that they never consented to this although they were like you did consent when you signed you know the policy and the terms and conditions and stuff like that which no one fucking reads like come on (laughs) I just think this was like it was perfect timing because I don't think our generation uses Facebook that much Mm -hmm. would you agree with that yeah but our parents generation all hopped on Facebook and that is like it's so funny because like they're the ones who are swayed by all of the fake news on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, when Facebook was coming out and it was, like, this young, hip thing, I would not have anticipated that it had been taken over by, like, this older generation and then used to propagate fake news the way that it mm-hmm. has. I, I just, like, I wish I would have seen that coming, and I did not see that coming. I don't know if other people saw right. that coming either. But it, I think Facebook needs to figure out a way to, to like, handle yeah. this stuff. Because it's not going to stop happening. You asked if Facebook is complicit in this, and yes. Um, so my previous job was selling ad space in our mall and I think that whenever you sell ad space 
that it, it's literally in your mall. You need to make sure that those ads are reflective of the mall's values. Right. So I would never, ever have sold ads to like someone who's gonna, you know, propagate white supremacy or something like that. Um, I would not have sold. I sought out people. I sought out people who are going to buy ads. I, I went to schools. I went. I went to like the career center and I went to the local campus of Kent. Because I had connections there, um, different like the radio stations, like people who were a part of the community. But Facebook doesn't care about that because I get Facebook that. has like their there is face like Facebook does have a white supremacy group that is on there, and they can advertise just to them. But Facebook is a private company; they should think about what their values are, and that should reflect. Yes. The, Do we their know Facebook values? I Capitalism. Think, I think as of late, they've been in like the almost I want to say like libertarian crowd, like yeah. very mm. much about like the, all the free speech is protected and like we don't want to pick sides because there was that right. you know issue before where they were like something about conservative groups. Well, Facebook wants people on their page. Yeah, and to do that is they confirm people' biases to then go on their page so they see stuff that they like. Like they have like an active benefit to showing people stuff that aligns with their values because it means they'll go on Facebook more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't, and I, I think it's kind of sinister. Yeah. And I think Facebook needs, I mean, they should take an active role against that. And they said they were going to do something like that. They said we're going to start labeling news articles as fake news and stuff on there. And I haven't seen any of that stuff happen since they talked about it with the election, but I, I haven't heard of it either. Up. I do think that there needs to be a critical look at terrorism again. So what does terrorism look like in 2017? Because I feel like this invasive piece is a step towards terrorism. Like a cyber attack. Yeah, like a cyber attack. And we've seen it before with terrorist groups using methods like Facebook or other uh, social media to get people to buy into their cause in different countries. So we, re- we really need to take a critical look at what this type of cyber attacks look like in 2017 and refocus and think about how we can keep this from happening. And it kind of sucks because the power isn't in the hands of the people. It's in the, an- it's in the hands of those who own these corporations and the corporations get to decide whether or not they're going to take this money how they're going to set up their algorithm to feed into what people want and all this stuff like that so it's really interesting but i've been thinking a lot about the new face of terrorism what does it look like because it doesn't look like getting on planes and crashing planes anymore that's not what it looks like at least not in the united states and not in the last decade it looks very different. It's radicalizing people. Yeah. And using tools like Facebook to do that. Mm-hmm. So then in Alabama, we had a... Um, we're having a special election coming up. Mm. So Trump came out and supported Luther Strange, which was like really more establishment candidate. And then we had Roy Moore on the other side for the Republican primary, right. which Steve Bannon and a bunch of other like alt-right conservative people came out and supported. Roy Moore is... Um, Super extreme. He was actually kicked off the judicial bench in Alabama twice for holding like very extreme views, and lo and behold, he wins the Republican primary and will likely be come. I don't know. Is it Senate or Congress? I don't remember now. Senate. It's mm-hmm. Jeff Sessions' seat. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, guess no surprise. Um, I will say that so they're Democrats are running Doug Jones against him. Um, who does have like a good track record, but it's hard to win in Alabama. But the latest poll that just came out only has him down like four points, which there's some like issues with like the statistics behind that poll because it was um, like based on interviews. Um, I mean, every other poll that we've seen <laughs> for a Democrat leading has led to a Republican winning. <laughs> so. Well, he wasn't leading; he was only down four points. Well, that's still for saying, Alabama. Like, that's like something. if he's down four, he's probably actually down ten. Yes. Um, uh, so also, I was, I, this is going to be a race that we probably keep our eye on for the next... Well, Bob Corker, uh, who's a Tennessee senator, just is going into retirement, mm-hmm. which leaves that, you know, spot open. Uh, however, it is Tennessee, so I doubt that there is a chance. That there's a Texas 
spot being opened up to by someone retiring. Yeah. yeah. I think Bill Haslam is going to run, who is the current governor of Tennessee, is going to run for that Senate seat. But Bill Haslam really believes in privatization, mm-hmm. and it's been really a problem for Tennesseans. Um, so I'm, I'm, I don't. There hasn't been any talk as to who the Democratic, you know, who's going to run for the Senate seat in Tennessee. But I don't have a lot of hope there. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if I'd have a lot of hope for Texas either. I do hope more Republicans retire, mm-hmm. and then maybe we can try and make some movement on some of those but that's just a race that we'll probably be looking at a little bit more we talked about kneeling and all that stuff already I just want to do there's that plug that Ivanka and Jared Kushner are literally using private emails and like a ton mm-hmm. of people in the White House are mm-hmm. which I just like the it, whole thing I saw a tweet and it was like thing. Hillary Clinton must have like a hole full of walls that she just punches <laughs> in her house because that is exactly how I feel and Kushner didn't disclose the big the big thing that kind of screws him up is he didn't disclose to the Senate Intel Committee when he was questioned too, um, which puts him in like a really pl- tough place. And did you hear about how like everyone found out that he had this private email server? Remember when that guy did that prank where he like pretended to be officials in the White House and mm-hmm. like email people and like basically pranked them? Kushner's lawyer email instead of emailing Kushner actually emailed like the scam email account with details about this private email server. Oh, my God. It is just, like, the most incompetent shit I've, like, ever seen in my entire life. Uh, Um, It's Veep. (laughs) It is Veep, but not funny. Can we talk about Veep? Can we talk about Veep? I didn't finish the last season. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. And she is such a class act. She's amazing. Say her name, because I always miss... Julia Ray Dreyfus, is that it? Julia Louise. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, I always mispronounce it. Uh, but yeah, she has breast cancer. But she's been fantastic because she's been talking about let's fight for universal health care. Because she's yeah. like, I'm, you know, one in eight women have, she released a statement and she said one in eight women get breast cancer. I'm the one. But I also have an incredible team of family members and friends and really great health care. Let's fight for universal health care. Mm-hmm. And she's basically like, she's I'm likely to survive this. Let's hope, let's make it available for everyone else to survive. And then mm-hmm. Joe Biden. My president, she's my president. Joe mm-hmm. Biden tweeted the cutest tweet. And he was like, us veeps have to stick together. And it was just so. She's perfect. Yeah. I hope she's okay. Yeah. I really, I think it's really great that she used her platform to pivot, to talk yeah. about healthcare. And I think maybe the, maybe it's, it's pressure like that and pressure from people calling that is like preventing healthcare from being passed. But. We, I'm glad that we've been able to sustain it and keep it up because I think that was a question too is how long can people keep resisting this healthcare stuff when there is such a majority Republicans mm-hmm. in our government and mm-hmm. it seems to be working still and then the last thing I want to talk about was we still have um, Puerto Rico and the US Virgin Islands that are mm-hmm. being uh, people are dying because of the hurricane gotta say have you guys been on Twitter at all this morning not really. Lin Manuel Miranda is going the fuck off. Oh my god, he is fed up with Trump, y'all. Well, Trump said that shit about the Puerto Rican mayor, right? Yes, yeah. and he said, okay, so and he's golfing. Trump is golfing right yes. now, everyone. He's yes. fuck. Lin said in response she, to Trump. In response to this, you are going straight to hell, Donald Trump. No long lines for you. Someone will say, right this way, sir. They will clear a path. She's been working 24-7. You have been golfing. You're going straight to hell. Fastest golf cart you ever took. So did you tweet this from... Uh, did you tweet this one from the first hole, 18th hole, or the club? Anyway, it's a lie. You're a congenital liar. I wish I believed in hell. And Lin-Manuel Miranda is like one of the nicest people. I imagine he's one of the nicest people in the world. Mm-hmm. And all he tweets is happy things. Someone, like, someone <laughs> tweeted, like, I have... Never seen Lin Manuel Miranda be mean to someone. Trump ever. Trump is the worst. Trump is the worst. I have never heard Lin Manuel say anything mean about anybody, and this is what he's saying. Okay, can we also talk about the uh, premiere of Will and Grace? I do not and watch it. And the scene. So there's the scene where Karen and Grace are redecorating the Oval Office. So in in true Will and Grace fashion, they Karen. all all four of them end up at the White House, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason or another, but. 
Grace has the opportunity to redecorate the Oval Office, and she goes, hey, Karen, can you hand me those swatches so I can make sure that it matches his skin tone? She pulls out a bag of Cheetos. Mm. That's good. Pulls out a Cheeto and holds it up to the swatch. So they just went in. And I cried. Is it like a full season? Yeah, I think it's the full reboot. Of the I did not even realize this was happening and then it was just suddenly Yeah, happening. I'm so happy because Karen in the show is a Trump supporter and you know she's rich and all this stuff like that but they are just making digs at Trump so hard and it makes me so yeah. happy so so happy I'll have to watch it it's really good <laughs> we got off track well she's still fucked up is what I'm saying Puerto Rico US Virgin Islands um and that brings me into it too because I, so I don't have a resource for the week but all I want to say is donate donate yeah donate I was just going to say that um, that is where your energy should be focused right now mm-hmm. um, there was a there UNICEF was a, is good does anyone have any other good Hispanic, recommendations HispanicFederation.org yeah the first lady has a the, the first lady of Puerto Rico has a like foundation she runs too mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what it's called but if you look it up I'm sure you can find it but that I think it's probably a go, safe one to give please to please go on Lynn Will Miranda's Twitter and just Pick one of them. Did he post please that? donate. Okay, these please people. Donut. <laughs> please donate. <laughs> they, the Puerto Rican people are U.S. citizens. That's and the fucked up shit. They have no voice in our government. They have no voice at all. Well, they voted to become a state like every single year for the past like twenty years or something. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just not here. But please, like. It's like something ridiculous, like 57% of Americans don't know that Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens. And I think Trump was one of them. Yeah. yeah. And I just, just, please, just yeah. care about someone who is not yourself and donate. Yeah. Donate. And then I think, I'm sure a lot of local organizations are taking, like, physical donations, too, because I know here at the University of Michigan, there's a bunch of different offices you can drop yeah. off bottled water and mm-hmm. PK, batteries PK and PK at, her, PK at her barbecue thing she's having is having a hurricane relief drive. Cool. So. Um, but, yeah, so just donate. And then... Should we do our self-care highlight for the week? Self-care highlights! Yay! Ding! I'm so happy that that just happened! <laughs> Anyone want to start? I'm going to get a massage later this afternoon. Oh my yes. god! I, okay, I did that during the first week of classes. I was like getting myself a facial and a massage. I just need this. Massages are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If I was ever super rich... Okay. I, I would have, have a week on call masseuse. Oh, like the guy who comes to your house. Just like every oh, morning, that is yes. how I would start my day. That would be amazing. Yeah. Why would I say that? Amazing. But I would also make a lot of jobs with my tax cut. Justin, <laughs> this is the part where I yell at you. <laughs> uh, I'll, say, I'll say my self care. Um, this past week, my mom came to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my mom so much. And we just went out and checked out Ann Arbor because she's never really been here before. Um, she moved me in, but I didn't know Ann Arbor then, so I didn't know where to take her. So took her all around. It was just really nice to spend time with her. Um, yeah, so that's that was my like self-care for the week. But also, what was that? Yesterday? Also yesterday, going right, to... Right, that we were going to say? Um, well, going to... My favorite runner was Lesebo was... Amazing, and we also like treated ourselves to a great dinner. Where'd you go? It was like this Italian restaurant, and we had we had like four baskets of bread. Okay. Oh my god, I love bread <laughs> and dessert with our meal um, in Detroit. Yes, mm-hmm. and then today, Lesaber and I are also hanging out all day, which is its own form. Yeah, of we're self, gonna get our nails done and probably go to the movies. Yes. What movie are you gonna see? Kingsland. Oh, that's good. I want to see it so bad. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love that guy. What's his name? Eggsy? Yeah. 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 Uh, Igor? Elgort? Whatever. No. Taryn. Taryn. There we go. Oh, I was thinking Taren of... Egerton. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's where I got the intro. Yeah. Sometimes I see pictures of him. And well, and he's hot. And then I see pictures yeah. of him. Okay. And he's like super in the hot. first Kingsman movie, before he put on that suit, I was like, this is not working for me. And then when he put on that suit, I was like, this... Oh, he looks so this good. This is working for me. <laughs> and he's British, right? Didn't like his style before? I thought it no. was so dope. Noah loves that style. Yeah, I love hats. that style. The yeah. hats and you the big jackets. And oh my god, Noah has great style. He does, you but do you could never pull style. off that You have a very style. classic style, Noah. See, I no, can't you, do, can, you can do a hat and stuff. And you well, I can do the hat, but he's got like the Letterman jacket and stuff. I don't have like the broad enough shoulders of the build to Work pull out. something like that. Noah, I think you could pull Actually, you're perfect the way you are, so just put it on. Yeah. 
And I'll be honest, I'm sorry. I'm rude. (laughs) I may be, I may be, we're, we're three of the honest, most honest friends you have. So we'd tell you if you look bad. I just told him he could pull it off. (laughs) I feel like you could. I think you could. If you got more, if you got more of a tailored Leatherman jacket and less of a big one. I think it's more about the attitude than anything else. That's, that's true. You gotta just have like an attitude. I feel like you're, you're not the kind of like. I went to the school of hard knocks kind of person. No. You're a white Which dude. Is, yeah. You could easily go into that role. I mean, yeah, that's no. true. That's <laughs> what I do. You can fade in and out of any role. That's kind of how it works as a white guy. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to worry about stereotypes. You can even play an Asian. You can do whatever the fuck you <laughs> That's really funny. That was maybe the funniest thing. Oh, that was rough. Also, the happy birthday Noah sign is it's still, still up. <laughs> We're just gonna swap it in and out when other people are. We'll say, but you're next, you're in 20 days. That's true. So. <laughs> like, we're just gonna keep using Write paper towel. Paper towel. <laughs> That's so funny. We'll say, what's your self care? What you been doing? What have I been doing for self care? Uh, so, Boy Meets World was just put on Hulu. So, I'm watching that, I'm re watching that, and I am in love. Uh, it makes me so happy, my heart happy. I've also been listening to a lot of throwback Disney music lately. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> so some Selena Gomez, some Miley Cyrus, some Demi Lovato, uh, some Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Brothers. Uh, living my best <laughs> life. <laughs> Literally like mind sync just happened, and no one I just looked at each other like, what the fuck did we just witness? Because <laughs> we were listening um, to them last night on the way to Detroit. But the thing is, today, same order. That's oh, the yeah, thing. That's what got me. It's like they're all interchangeable <laughs> to me. But the fact that you guys got them down in like same the same order. order, the same intonation, like it was what? I'm um, sure I've heard her say it like three times in yeah. the last day. No, the six of them really shaped <laughs> my Disney experience. I mean, Ali and AJ and Hilary Duff and that's a Raven were like when early. I was a little younger, and but like I grew up with like. The, the solid six. Like, I grew up with them. And... The solid six. Yeah, they're the my... Jonas Brothers, Miley, Demi, and Selena. Yeah. I love all of them, too, so... Yeah, so we were just listening to their evolution of music, which is crazy. But also, I've been reading a lot, which is just the best form of self-care. I've been eating a lot of junk food. I've been working out three times a week. I've been spending time with friends. I'm just... I'm just really happy. I think my self-care is working out really well. Good. That's awesome. That's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of us. Yeah, I'm my self-care sucks, guys. It's like the thing that I <laughs> You just like most. working? You stayed up till 6 a.m. playing video games. Is that not self-care? After I napped. I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> when you stay up that late and then wake up. No, it's like not self-care at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, playing a lot of Destiny 2. Hit me up. I'll tell my friends. I was Skyping with my friend. Well, is and he good? He was playing, yeah, he's really good. Like, how good? He's, he's, like, beat the game, like, four times already. Yeah, so I went flawless again last night. So let me explain <laughs> what flawless is real quick. There is this player versus player mode, four versus four people, and I'll you... I'll play with you. I'm terrible. Yeah, so that... You wouldn't want to play no, with me. No, I would not. <laughs> and so what you have to do is you're in a team, right? And there's, like, rules to the game, and it's a first-person shooter, so you have to kill people, basically, but there's also objectives. But if you win seven games in a row without losing any games, that means you go flawless. You get to go to the special space in the game. And I did it for the third time last night, um, which is, like, a very impressive thing for huge He's nerds like, really like me. Could you do that on your own if you had a shit team? No. I have to have, like, a decent team. Yeah. I'm not that good, but... And I also get, like, really angry, and, like, it's just not fun, so... I try to calm down and not be competitive. I was Skyping my friend, and instead of paying attention to me, he was playing Destiny. And I was like, Mitchell. You could come here and have that experience. (laughs) That's all that Phil and I do. We just sit next to each other and play Destiny. That's that's such a cute relationship. I miss producer Phil. He's asleep right now. I really want to go home. He got less sleep than me and needs double the sleep that I need. So we'll see him around three. Are you going to go to sleep as soon as we're done here? No, I'll be up. I'm going to get my toes and nails done. I'm very excited. I need to clean up the backyard because we have a dog coming that we're going to dog sit. So I'm super pumped about that. I want him to be able to go potty back there. Or her to go potty back there. Hey, that puppy is self-care. Yeah. I want a dog sit for anyone all the time. Well, I'm very excited because this is kind of like the test run 
for us getting a dog. Are you getting a dog? I told Phil this. I was like, listen, if you can prove to me during these two weeks that you can handle having a dog, because this is my biggest fear, is Phil and I have very different work styles, and I would hate for us to get a dog, and then it mm-hmm. caused, like, conflict in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't want that to happen. So I need, a, I need like, evidence that that, like, will not happen. Oh, my gosh. This is, like, one step t- towards marriage. Getting a dog together? Yeah. You're already living together, then getting a dog or some type of animal. No. Listen, as long as I get employed, <laughs> and then, then we can afford having a dog and a marriage and all that stuff, too. But right now, we're just uh, chilling. Are you going to propose to him, or is he going to propose to you? He will propose to me. Oh, yeah, we, talked about <laughs> we have talked about this. Because he's got to do it in his time, right? I'm not opposed to proposing to him. I would... I, I kind of want to do it because I would have, like, the most amazing proposal <laughs> in the whole world. I would we propose. already know how the surprise party It would go went. viral. Um, but I trust, I trust him a little bit. Yeah. I would propose to my partner. If I wanted to. If I felt the need to get married. Is he long at least there at Phil? Phil! <laughs> Are you going to propose to him? Marry me. I'll, I'll snag him right from under you. Oh my god, don't! <laughs> I don't have the anatomy that is like, so... And you're not good enough at Destiny, so that's like part of... I can learn place. Destiny. Oh my god, I'd like to see you try. I can <laughs> learn Destiny. I'll just start I'll just start very easily with like the, the easier games. I'm going to make my way up. Okay, so you yeah. You should probably stop. <laughs> Hit me up on... Um, Noah, how did you do Hit me up on there? PlayStation Network. I missed it. Wait, also, we're doing our tweet. Our Twitter. It feels yeah, like Twitter. Like Real quick. Yeah, it was like a long time. We are back. We're just having a conversation. I reset all the passwords to all of our social media so we can Woo! get back on that stuff. Yeah, why don't you just say tweet, it right tweet, now? Tweet, what, are tweet, the, tweet. what are the passwords? <laughs> yeah, feel free to tweet. Yeah. Um, no, but our Twitter is at res for res Remember that? The number four. Yeah, the number four. Nope. R-E-S-4-R-E-S. R-E-S. R-E-S. Oh, we were going to change it, weren't we? Yeah. We'll change it next week. Oh, we're going to do that again for <laughs> like 15 episodes. Forever. We're not going to change Eventually, it. It's, it's res stick. for res. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, and then my, what is my Twitter? Justin Garonsky, J-O-S-T-I-N-G-A-W-R-O-N-S-K-I. Yeah. That's it. Like us on Facebook, send us an email. I don't, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and um, you can find me on Twitter. Don't at me. At Lesabre Leanne. That's my Twitter. Right? At her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which is Lesabre Leanne is L A S A B R A L E E A N N. Fantastic. I'm going to be tweeting about the Jonas Brothers a lot, so That's I'm waiting for that reunion tour. <laughs> That's true. Go retweet that one. Maybe they'll see it. Sarah is a spy. What is your social media? <laughs> Literally exactly what you just said. <laughs> At Sarah is a spy. S A R A H I S A S P Y. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I think my Instagram's private now, but you can still request a follow. I'm so jealous. You have the best social media names. I know. I Do you agree? agree? Does she have the best one? I have a great last name. And then I think Lesabra has the second best one, and then we suck because we're not creative at all, and we just use our name. It's just our name. What's what? Mine's Lesabra's name. Yeah, but yours is at least like your middle name. And you have alliteration there, which is cool. Lesabra's <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, go retweet that one that I've pinned because I wanted to be more popular. It's a little out of date because it's a Hamilton reference, but... I, like uh, I relish being your wife. I saw also being, being your, your husband. husband. Hell yeah. That's hilarious. I'll retweet that again. Anyway, <laughs> I've also, I've been tweeting about, um, I retweeted Lin-Manuel Miranda, if you want to go check that out. Um, what places to donate? Or yeah. just him tearing apart Trump? Both. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it. In sync, mind yes. syncing. Yes. Noah, Noah, we got a mind sync. I don't think it works like that. It does, <laughs> Noah. <laughs> Anyway. Noah C. Jenkins. My Twitter is Noah C. Jenkins. I tweet like N-O-A-M. once a month. <laughs> you can still find that Power Rangers tweet. I'm sending you the letters <laughs> telepathically right now. Keep going. N-O-A-H-C-J-E-N-K-I-N-S. I like that. Perfect. With a little bit of a southern accent on it, too. Why does that have a southern accent? Yes, you. Hey, y'all. Proper Tennessee lady. <laughs> right? All right, thank you all for joining us. We will be back in four more months after our next hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Maybe next week. Bye. Bye.